This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, with Mickle and surprise guest, Kyle. That is Tyler's brother. Thanks for coming in, Kyle. Yeah, Saving us big time. We're down two kings today. And the, uh, the the lame one is not here today, Pat C. I'm sorry. The great one is not here. No, I like the first one. Yeah, I know. I like the lame one better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they both, I think, uh, caught COVID or something. They're out again. But... We have a waiver wire show to do, so very important stuff to get to. Yep. God, a lot of injuries last night, boys. There's going to be a lot of fab spent this week. A lot of injuries. Probably a record amount of fab collectively across fantasy football this week. Because, like, everyone... I feel like nobody has a team that didn't get touched somehow or another, like, in terms of... I mean, if you made it out of this week with a full roster intact, good luck. I mean, there's no way. We'll, we'll kick it off with the main guy, Saquon Barkley, out for the year, dude. Pour it's, one out. It sucks, man. You took him with your second or third pick, most likely, of the draft. And nothing's worse than that. Nope. I it's mean, brutal. That's like every fantasy player's nightmare. It, it makes you want to give up, but I would suggest not. You know, you got waivers. You got a whole year. It's only week two. Uh, a good idea, like say you drafted a Lamar Jackson, trade him for pieces. You know, try to get a running back back. Uh, If you have players that are better at other positions, make some deals because it's not over. It's only week two. So you've got like a chip. Usually most teams have like a a potential trade chip that they they are holding on to in, you know, for a rainy day. Yep. If you lost Saquon, your rainy day has arrived. Uh, Yeah. Same goes with your fab. I mean, um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the backups. I'm sure like, yeah, we'll we'll bring up those guys for the waiver part, Mm -hmm. but I mean, Saquon's out. It sucks, but I suggest continue going. Try try to work your way out of it. Make some trades. It's early in the season too, so I guess the only, some good news. He should be ready for next year, I would think. Yeah, AC, the way ACLs surgery, he'll be right to back out. to a top five pick. Next I mean, year. he heals faster than anybody. Else. Right, he's he had a freak injury that. last year too. Yep. Everyone kind of thought he would be done for. Uh, kind of concerning though, like uh, you know, is that the Giants don't have any like interest in having an O line. So, like, yeah. he's going to come right back and get his ass kicked unless they, like, literally re- – I mean, I guess they drafted – they have a first-round pick on there this year as a rookie. So, they are trying somewhat, but – And you got to think they take another one in the top ten. They have they're to, gonna man. Be. You have – the Giants need to make, like, their – well, their defense sucks, too. So yeah, I know. I mean, their defense <laughs> is bad, but you spent the draft pick on Saquon. You spent the draft pick on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. You got you to protect your franchise. Was, yep. Man, was Saquon a bad draft pick for them? You know, like, it's just like, it's a running back, so, you know, what? It just, it's tough because everyone knows he's a great player. Yeah, he's phenomenal. It's tough, but also you're getting a, you know, once in a generation talent for a, a great mm-hmm. five year deal, essentially. It, it's you're not really paying too, him he, off that he has first the, round draft pick. He has the unique uh, thing with how good he is in the pass game, too. Yeah. So, like, I'm not taking a running back nowadays i won't draft one if they don't have any upside in the pass game and so he's such like he's a not a two there. down player like right. Fournette he's, was coming out exactly he's, he's yeah um to a lesser degree derrick henry you know yeah uh, but and yeah i mean it's tough they they say don't it's super easy to find running backs late but you're never going to find a running back late like barkley the, the physical profile gets you drafted early every time 
It's tough. I don't know. I mean, if they had have taken an O lineman, they'd still probably be bad now. Yeah, it, that's the thing. I mean, it's, he's got such Barry Sanders vibes right now. Like he's he might make the playoffs one time and just yep. you'll you'll just like stuck with them. and it just sucks because he'll never be close right now. I mean, their their weapons are decent on offense, but after that, their their O line's horrible. They really need to revamp that. When you're soft in the O line and the D line, you're gonna suck almost like a hundred percent of the time. Yep. All right, next next guy. The first pick of the draft got hurt yesterday. Oh. Christian McCaffrey, man. Pour He's, out another one. Yep. Yep. Jeez, I'm already out of coffee. <laughs> high, two injuries in. <laughs> high ankle sprain. He's out four to six weeks. Um, he says it's a challenge for him. He thinks he's going to be back before that. You know, if I'm the Panthers, I do not allow him to come back early. It's This is a rebuild year for them. Yep. They, get, they rebuild. They need to rebuild that defense. Bucks just went in there, or Bucks. They came to Tampa and got wrecked. Had a little nice run at the end, but that defense is pretty bad. Yep, two um, drop touchdowns too. So, mm-hmm. could have been I, worse. Uh, the, you know, they have a they, their offense has turned into something that's like kind of decent for fantasy. Uh, yeah, but as a team, they're pretty rough. I mean, and DJ, DJ Moore's producing. Robbie yeah. Anderson's producing. I mean, I think the receivers, DJ Moore especially, should get a big bump in targets now that McCaffrey's out. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Feature. Yep, they both had – didn't Robbie and DJ both have 100-yard games yesterday? Yep. Against a pretty good defense. I mean, we're a little biased, but I think they're a good D. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, positive game script's going to be a thing for them all year where they're fighting back, trying to score, which yeah. is always good for fantasy football. For the McCaffrey owner, I mean, this one's a little bit tougher than the Saquon owner in terms of, like, finding a backup, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, they have Mike... Um, Mike Davis. Mike I mean, Davis. he he looked impressive. He filled yeah. the role. And so he's got, like, I, It gave pedigree. a little clarity, at least, to who that backup is. Yep. He's got pedigree, whereas with the Giants, we still don't know if they're going to sign Freeman, whether they'll give... This, they, they like Wayne Gallman, but... We don't know that how much if they'll just leave Deion Lewis on the field all the time. That's a little murky there. Yeah. With this, it sounds like it's just going to be Mike Davis. Um, I do want to throw another name in there that I wouldn't cut him yet is Curtis Samuel. He actually got yeah. four rushes yesterday after the absence of McCaffrey. He might get used in the run game now. That's a good point. They rushed him last year too. Unfortunately, he doesn't get the running back tag. Um, so you'd be starting him as a wide receiver, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. suggest that. But if he was a running back wide receiver slash, which they don't really offer that tag very rarely. right? So um, would you flex Samuel next week? No, no. I, I would say if you have him, wait a week and see how they use him. Yeah, uh, I'm watching closely to see. Yeah. Like that, that could definitely be something. But if not after this week, he's he's a goner. Mm-hmm. Uh, next injury, just going to go through a couple. Uh, Devontae Adams, Hammy. It's supposed to be uh, grade one, you said, Mike, so he should mm. be okay. That was what I heard today, but I guess the thing with hammies is it can go from grade one to much worse, and like, so it's just something to monitor. Yep, another injury there. Chris Godwin cleared protocol today, so he's Woo-hoo. expected to play uh, this weekend, which is awesome. That's a big one. Yep. Drew Locke out two to six weeks. Shoulder, AC sprain, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Um, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton Down out for, for the season. year. Jeez, man. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, Anthony Lynn just came out and said Tyrod gives us the best chance to win. <laughs> and that was literally just a second ago dropped on Roto World. Luke, you can't even um, say that with a straight face. <laughs> let's talk about that, I guess, now that that came up. Uh, Herbert looked good. Yeah. I mean. He kept his, like, you know, he kept his head above water, like, against the freaking Chiefs, you know. He, he probably knew in his heart of hearts they didn't really have a chance, and he still stood in there and made nice throws, and 
also checked down to Eckler, which was nice yeah. uh, for the Eckler owners like me. So, yeah, if you're an Eckler owner, you liked what you saw at Herbert. Yeah, we talked about it before the show, but it's uh, it's for sure like a, a quarterback thing. Like with Tyrod, he's more likely to run as opposed to the check down um, Herbert. Herbert made a couple plays with his legs, too, that were nice. He rushed, ran yep. the touchdown in. Uh, I love that in a quarterback. If you're mobile, that's just an extra bonus, you know, especially in regards to fantasy. We're not looking at Herbert in fantasy this year, but going forward, you know, the fact that he had he has some mobility is nice. I mean, I think he made the overall offense just flow better. Mm-hmm. Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen was more involved. Austin Eckler looked like Austin Eckler again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how they think Tyrod gives him the best shot, but I guess we'll see. I swear it's got to just be like <clears throat> a, a good manners thing. Like the, the guy got hurt on like a freak thing, yeah. sort of, and they're just going to be nice. I, I, I really think he's got a one-game type deal if they win this next game he'll probably stay yeah if they lose and look mediocre on offense like they did week one they looked against a pretty bad Bengals defense they just looked so mediocre and maybe that's off season or whatever but you wouldn't expect that from the vet you have the vet in yep. so that it picks up quickly if you if you're down with a slow start put the with a rookie in so if if they look mediocre again i think we'll see herbert by week four yeah, I agree. I think Herbert's actually pretty talented. I mean, he moved the ball very well against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, yeah, they're down their three top three corners, but their that pass rush is still there. Who sacked Deshaun a bunch of times their last week? Starting center too. They just lost Pouncey. Yep. And so Chris Jones was wrecking plays left and right. Yep. It was pretty impressive. I uh, I was impressed with the Chargers defense too. Holding yeah. Mahomes to twenty three. They were hitting him a lot. Like that was like the most. I, in fact, that might have been was that first half the worst half of football he's played. Yeah, probably. We've talked about before how he doesn't have like a truly truly bad game on his record. Yep. Uh, I mean, that first half was shockingly like it was like in the first I? three quarters. Almost. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. In it, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's that's the thing with divisional games, I guess, is that they, no one knows them better than their divisional yeah. opponents. But it does make you think when your players are going against the Chargers that that's a hard matchup. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a top five matchup. Definitely. Now. Chris Harris is still balling. Yep. He, he'll lock down a slot. Yep. I was uh, forced to start Sammy Watkins. He caught one pass and then almost died. <laughs> oh my god that was yeah. tough. i'm shocked he walked out of that yeah he was Brutal. he was like cringing it was it, i felt that awful. was a tough one yeah um all right we got a uh dm on instagram uh asking if he should uh accept this trade nice so it's a big trade it's five players it's oh, definitely yes. a blockbuster nice so he would be receiving david johnson alan robinson patrick mahomes michael thomas and julian edelman whoa and he'd be giving up Melvin Gordon, Big Ben, Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson, and A.J. Brown. It's so much to follow. That's that a is, lot. That's a tough lot. not being able to see his, his roster, but I'll say a deal that lets you get Mahomes out of it is... And Michael Thomas. And Michael, and Michael Thomas, excuse me. Um, I, you know, there's a little bit of a... Do you want to buy in on a guy who is a- actively hurt right now? And we know that high ankle sprains are r- pretty tough, I mean, throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough without seeing it, but I do love getting Patrick Mahomes. It feels like you're uh, sort of uh, – you're not really buying low in that scenario. It does look like it's a four-point for passing touchdown league. Does it? It, it is because the projections for Big Ben and Pat – Big Ben's only projected 15, so it definitely is. Yeah. Um, uh, so – I'll read it again. David Johnson, Allen Robinson, Pat Mahomes, Michael Thomas, Julian Edelman, receive. Trade, Melvin Gordon, Big Ben, Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson, A.J. Brown. I'm taking that trade. 
I think personally. I I think I am too. And especially I love some after, of those guys. But... Especially after watching what Edelman was able to do with Cam Newton, career high in passing yards, new QB, great. he looked great. Yep. I'm all, like the, the my thing is I'm just more in all in on the players he's getting. I think generally. Yeah. I, I I also the one like, I do hate or the two I hate losing is Ridley and AJ Brown. I hate losing Ridley. Yeah. yeah. Tr- trust me. Yeah. But I mean, you get Michael Thomas. Yeah, to like make Mahomes up an Edelman and Robinson and Mahomes, mm-hmm. it, which is is a more valuable player in a four point passing touchdown league because of the runs. Yep. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. I, if you're asking yeah. us, I'm taking that deal. Yep. I think I take it too. I mean, Ridley Ridley had four has four touchdowns on two weeks. That's you That's know gonna it's gonna come down. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna come down a little bit. So, uh, all right, I want to play a little bit of Believe It or Not. Nice. So you guys are gonna tell me if you believe it or not. Aaron Jones in an RB1 the rest of the season. Absolutely. He might be top five the rest of the way. I think that you believe I, it? I was, I believe it. I believe it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it too, man. He, he's I a freaking I stud. I thought this one. Yeah, I thought, season. you know, them taking a running back in the second round was going to mean something. I thought it was going to be a nightmare triple share or double share between Dylan, but. I mean, the Packers are smarter than we gave them credit for. I guess Aaron Jones is a great player. You keep your great players on the field yep. as much as you can. And when you play terrible defenses like Detroit, you freaking run right up their gut like that. Yep. And, he's uh, going to play Detroit one more time. He's got that Minnesota, got Minnesota. defense, whatever that's worth, two yep. more times. I He's just going to ball. You'll deal with time. maybe there, you know, at this point, maybe there will be a couple of dud games, but how many running backs offer you this 40 point upside? He's done this like every year, the last couple of years, he's delivered at least one of these like 40 point, like total domination games. Do, uh, would you take, if we were redrafting, uh, Kenyon Drake or, uh, Aaron Jones, I'd go Aaron Jones. I know maybe it's feels like an overreaction. Oh. It is two weeks, yeah. but I think I would go Aaron Jones. Um, I mean, I don't know. Kenyon Drake was daring people this today on Twitter to yeah. drop him. I yeah. Like that, uh, because he's going to be fine. Of course yeah. he's going to be fine. He had 15 week one. What, what did he have yesterday? I didn't even see it. I didn't see either. Um, I forgot to check. It nothing, wasn't a lot, though. You know, nothing, cra- nothing yeah. crazy. But I just like with Aaron Jones, he was last year's RB2 in most leagues. RB top, somewhere in that top he four, had depending on your score. yesterday. Would you rather have Josh Jacobs or Aaron Jones? I guess you can't say that, but. Let's see what. I know if Jacobs crushes the Saints. But you can't he, expect six catches like last week. That was so good. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Jones gets the catches. The other thing is that Green Bay offensive line is like one of the best in the whole league. It, it looks fantastic. They, they are giving these guys like all the time in the world. So um, yeah, I definitely was wrong on Aaron Jones. I'm. Te- I know it's two weeks in. I'm ready to take the L though uh, on that one. He's going to be a great player this year. All right, next one. Believe it or not, the Jets are the worst football team in the league. Absolutely, <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't want anything to do with any of their guys besides Crowder. If you have him, even then he's already injured. So like, uh, uh, we've talked about uh, Herndon uh, this week. He is he blocked more than any other starting tight end in the league. So their other best fantasy player is useless. Um, they're just useless. And they're terrible, horrible. And bro. They have a terrible coach. Until and, they fire Adam Gase, I don't. There's no reason they to gotta, have any they pieces gotta of the pull Jets it out. Offense. Root and stem, dude. Whoever hired Adam Gase got to go too. You know, that, get rid of it all. I think wasn't it when Adam Gase got hired, they fired that GM. Remember, and then for uh, a little wait, while he was, was the GM, and he was. Uh, or no, 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 never mind. That GM got fired midseason when he didn't want to pay Le'Veon Bell or like mid off season. Remember that? What a that? cluster, man! You gotta have, yeah. What a cluster! But I'm buying that. I think they're gonna have number one overall pick. Probably. Do they take Lawrence though? I mean, is, <laughs> is it even Darnold's fault? 
I honestly don't know if it has anything to do with Darnold right now. I don't know. It's like almost impossible to say because we know that they have the worst skill position players. They've got a coach who's, you know, not with it. Look at Tannehill. Right, exactly. He Tana. suffered the gay monster for a while. He left. He's he's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold might be a good quarterback. Darnold has like the tools or whatever. He has like, a pretty star- strong arm. I think he has a little bit of I mean, James if he Winston stops kissing girls all the time. And he's, yep, yep. He, the mono thing. Uh, yeah, so we'll. See. I think it's done for him, though, there. I think now it's this year's done. First overall pick, they'll take the quarterback and restart with a new But does franchise. anything change with a new quarterback? Absolutely not. They're going to be terrible next year, too. And the last question. The only thing they've got How is much longer Williams. can I hold on to Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if you're going to get anything for him. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Probably the problem is that you can't. I'm I'm right on the border around just cutting. The him. thing that's always in Le'Veon's advantage, I'll say, is that no matter how bad things go, if he can just be on the field, he gives you that catching floor. That, like, even in week one, right? Then you have, like, before he got hurt, then you have, like, a decent amount of targets, like five targets or something? I think so. I, it, that always has been the one saving grace with Le'Veon that, you know, as bad as things can get, but it's definitely not good. I, I don't think he can deliver you more than, like, at best RB2 upside. Okay. Uh, next up, believe it or not, Gardner Minshew is a quarterback one. After <laughs> he's at a twenty-seven and a twenty-nine, so I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say I think Gardner stays top ten rest of season. Three hundred thirty-nine passing. I think yards. he's gonna be consistent. Jesus. He's spreading the ball around. Yeah. He's not hyper targeting anyone. Right. He's making defenses have to work for it. Uh huh. And he wants to win. Yeah. The guy, uh, you know, I keep waiting for, like, the mask to come off, but, like, he is just fun to watch, and, you know, he he doesn't look, he looks like a veteran out there, and he's, that's been the case since his first start. Like, uh, he just looks comfortable, he never panics in the pocket, and, uh, yeah, I mean, QB1. That's uh, top 12 starter, bro. top 12. Uh, right I'm now, gonna be I'm gonna be a wimp and say he'll be QB 13 because that yeah I don't want like he's great and they, he throws the ball a bunch he's gonna have a bunch of target or a bunch of um, attempts um, game script in his favor for fantasy uh, he, decent schedule he is absolutely a waiver wire guy this week he's got Miami then Cincinnati then Houston then Detroit oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's four yeah. super good games for him like to I've just got pop. Carson Wentz on my bench I'm absolutely yep. dropping Wentz 100 percent I would drop. Uh, Wentz for uh, Gardner, yep. which I might do in one league. Hell, I might start Gardner over Stafford this week. That's maybe. not a bad idea. Maybe. It's a Thursday night game. Yep. Um, who's Stafford got, though? That's the one problem. And he's yeah, got, he's, he's got finally Galladay got... coming back this week. He plays Arizona, so there's no way. I'm playing him against Yeah, you got to play Golly. That'll be a shoot uh, game, I think. Stafford. All right, next one up on Believe It or Not is Ridley over Julio Jones for fantasy football. Hmm. Let, I'm interested to hear what you guys. I, I don't believe it. It feels sort of like an overreaction. Yeah, a little bit. it feels a little bit of overreaction. But would it be too far to say that you can see the similarities between last year's Chris Godwin overtaking Mike Evans and this year's Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones? I think it's just it's mirroring almost what we'd expect. And for whatever reason, it is Matt Ryan can't throw the ball to Julio in the touchdown. I know it's crazy. And, so, and then when he however, did yesterday, Julio Hul- dropped it. Julio dropped it. God. Is but, Calvin as good with, you know, the coverage that's being brought on Julio? Has well, that's to be the much thing. Better. So like, I don't think that it'll ever shift in the other direction because just because of Julio's, like no matter how good Ridley does, I just think Julio's stat, like, cause the thing is the moment they start shifting that to Ridley, Julio's going to get 300 receiving yards on that. Yeah. And, so I think that 
the in terms of touchdowns, Ridley's proven now in year three that he's just for whatever I guess it's just how good he is at route running. Yeah, I don't he's, think that regression's ever coming. He I think he's going to score monster. more touchdowns than Julio. I still feel like at the end of the day, Julio will get the receptions and yard count on him. But it's yeah. pretty close. I mean, it's closer than I thought it would have been. Ridley's got a good head start. So. Their schedule is cake, too. They play, like, almost all their games indoors. They have a horrible defense. They're both uh, wide receiver ones, I think. What was up with that uh, onside kick thing, dude? Why don't they try to grab the ball? I have no they idea. They had every opportunity in the world to jump on it. They had four Falcons what, around. What were they ball? The guys must have thought the ball was going to go out before the 10 yards or something. I don't get Paralysis it. Paralysis by analysis. <laughs> you know, they're all like, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's some, I've, I've heard this uh, this uh, psychology thing where there, if a group of people are uh, you know seeing something bad happen, a lot, a lot of the times they will not do something about it because they assume the person next to them will do something about it. And so everyone in the group assumes that someone else will do it. And so maybe that was a little bit of... No, I agree with that. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, he'll do it. He'll do it. There's a fancy scientific name for it. Does Dan Quinn make it through the season? Oh, that sucks, man. Because I I do think he's like a good players coach and stuff, but Mm -hmm. he... He's going to be a coordinator next year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, remember we were doing this dance last year. Yeah. All, he was a dead man walking from like week six on or I something. I mean, if Todd Bowles gets hired next year, I'd take Dan Quinn as D.C. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. so. Absolutely. Granted, his defense has been horrible in the Falcons, but when he was back with Seattle, he had something. And he's got some players over here. Yep. Uh, all right, quick word from our sponsor before we get into the waiver wire. Uh, Hunter Skipper shirts are the best for your outdoor apparel needs. The shirts are UPF 30 or higher, which provide great protection from the sun. Use promo code FFKINGS in all caps to receive 20% off your order at www.hunterskipper.com. All right, time to get into the waiver wire. Let's. Uh, I think my number one waiver wire target is Jarek McKinnon. After now Tevin Coleman being out a couple weeks and uh, Mostert Mostert's well. out a couple weeks now. Yep, they're uh, dropping like flies in San Fran, dude. You know, I think it's it's Jarek McKinnon's backfield now, and dude, he looked pretty good. He's the I healthy mean, one. He, exactly. Isn't that crazy? What <laughs> who would have thought? That yeah. is 2020 in a nutshell. We've gotten to a point where Jarek McKinnon, who hasn't played in two years, is the healthy one. I mean, it, his workload was uh, somewhat small, but he looked good on his carries. I mean, he got a little winded maybe on the, the long like one from like the 10-yard line that he ripped off, but he looked pretty good. Yeah, he he only had three rushes yesterday for seventy seven yards and it's T D, one target, uh, which was good for fourteen points, and then the week before he had three catches and a touchdown and he ended up with thirteen points. Uh so with him you're bank you're investing in the Kyle Shanahan offense too, yep. which spits out fantasy points, you know. I mean, we said this with Jordan Reed. You can just plug the guy in for Kittle because Shanahan dominates with tight ends. It doesn't matter really who it is as long as they can run. Uh if McKinnon gets a workload, he's going to be an RB2, I think. Yeah, I like uh, McKinnon, and I would also, you know, in the maybe it might be Jeff Wilson. You know, sometimes Shanahan That's does true. that where it's... Jeff Wilson will be definitely involved. Somehow. Yeah. He and, scored a lot of touchdowns last yeah. year, remember? So maybe he might be the goal line back, Jeff Wilson. So, But I do think McKinnon will get catches. Uh, I'm not sure Jimmy G or Nick Mullins will play yet. Uh, it looks like it was kind of like... Uh, just being cautious because they knew they were killing the Jets. They didn't. They could win with their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So they let Jimmy rest that uh, fourth quarter and stuff. Uh, yeah, so I think McKinnon is the number one claim for me this week. I don't know about you guys. Are you guys more on the, uh, like, uh, Daryl Henderson from the Rams, maybe? Um, 
Because Cam, yeah, we we actually didn't even mention Cam Akers. He dropped yesterday yep. too. There's uh, so many injuries. There's like, so many. Yeah, I didn't mention Tevin Coleman or uh, Reem, but we'll, keep going. They'll we'll, they'll come up as we go because it's there's so many. It's yeah. like I've never seen anything like it. It was within ten minutes of the first quarter. There was already like seven carts coming out. Yep. Daryl Henderson looked really good. He, he did. looked yep. electric, and I liked him at Memphis. Too. But I think all that does is muddy that backfield mm-hmm. even more. Yep. Um, I'm, I I, pro, I would put something in on him, especially if I had if I were the Acres team or the Malcolm Brown team. Yep. Um, you know, if Devontae Freeman signed with the Giants, he wouldn't be a bad waiver pick. Uh, that's still very no, much yeah. in the cards, right? Yeah, he visited with them today, right? Yep. Wasn't that the thing? Yep. So you know, odds are in our league, he is not on a team because. I think someone's desperate. Yeah, and, Rob has him. Yeah, yeah. I think someone's he's just get, trying to get lucky. Trying to get lucky. He's getting he lucky. Just yep. yeah. Um, but in, in the event Freeman does not get signed, I've been going back and forth between Wayne Gallman and Dion Lewis. I mean, yep. they're, those are not more uh, waiver wire guys for sure. I think Gallman will end up being at least the one and two down back. Like I would they have tend to imagine to do in the yeah previous season. So the weird thing was is that Gallman was inactive last game, but mm-hmm. that's because no, Saquon never comes off the field. Right. They use Dion in and, like the situations. Where yeah, and Dion returns punts and stuff. There was the report the Giants uh, said uh, a couple months ago or something like that that they were comfortable with the idea of Wayne Gallman filling in. I think in response to like a question of why didn't you get a backup for Saquon? Yeah. So, you know, uh, if they don't sign Freeman, I think Gallman is a good, like, you could spend 20 of your fab bucks probably and maybe get a starting. The concern, of course, is that he's going to run behind the same god-awful O-line with the same limited scoring opportunities. But if you're the Saquon owner... I, that's and you're desperate, you bets. might have to, yeah. Yeah, the reason why I have Jarek and Henderson ahead of Gallman and Deion Lewis is because I don't know. Yep. I'm not sure Same. what the situation is. I don't want you to spend all your fab on Wayne Gallman and then... Deion uh, Lewis is just sitting in there. It's yeah. Deion Lewis's backfield or something. like. And uh, kind of to that extent, I think I throw Mike Davis in with McKinnon and... Yeah. Yeah, I would Henderson. go. I would grab Mike Davis. So yeah. you, yeah, Mike Davis is up there. He's a pickup. He's the Panthers' backup running back for Christian McCaffrey. He's actually got some pedigree, like in the league. Yep, he had some catches yesterday when uh, McCaffrey went out. Uh, I think you know he could he could give you a solid week this week for sure. Yeah. Um, so in of, terms of those first three, what percentage of Fab would you spend on each one of them? Uh, if I'm, I would actually. Let's say you're an RB needy team. Right, yeah. Um, Mike Davis is interesting. Uh, the pass catching ability is nice. I mean, it's, the workload's not going to be anything close to McCaffrey, but when they get down on the goal line, they're going to have to run someone. I wouldn't spend more than 20%, I don't think. On yeah, these that guys. sounds about right. Up to 20 bucks, you know, yeah. uh, or 20% of your fab. I think I'm a little higher, probably around 25, 30%. Yeah. Galman is interesting. I just wish it's like you said, Luke. I wish we had a little more clarity on it. Yeah, especially with Freeman and stuff. It, but I mean, if they if Freeman was signed, I would you know I guess spend a decent amount on Freeman. You I would, would think. because he'll give you a nice catch floor. Yeah, he's going to give you like max forty yards rushing, but he might get you six targets. So the thing is, they haven't signed him today, or you know, and while we're recording this before Monday Night Football. So, dude, honestly, Freeman, why would Freeman sign there in the first place? I, don't I mean, know. I know that he's uh, maybe not in 
crazy demand, but dude, you're signing up to get your ass kicked. Yeah, that's a yeah. I forgot about that. That O line's horrible. You are signing situation. up to get pummeled, and especially in Atlanta think, last year, that's what happened all year. He got pummeled. Yeah. Depending upon when and if they sign him, what it's three or four days it takes for COVID testing before they can actually come in oh, the yeah, building. He might not even be able so to play he won't, this might week. not even be able what to play it? this week. That's uh, true. Was Devontae Freeman visit with the Eagles last week too? Right? Uh, was he, that at a, some point? He visited yes, with he the Eagles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, and then Miles Sanders popped. He had a great week. Yep. Um, all right, well, the next guy on the um, waiver wire that I have written down is Dalton Schultz for the Dallas Cowboys, tight end. I don't even want to talk about this one. I was going to add this one. So Kyle, in our league, was the Blake Jarwin owner. So it's actually perfect that you're here because, I mean. Th- Just imagine what a much more athletic and talented yeah. Blake Jarwin would be doing. Schultz was getting with 10 mad targets. targets. 10 targets. Yeah. I Schultz mean, he, was a tight end, too. So that was kind of people were at like this at, week. That was the question after. And he looked, that's actually crazy. I didn't know that. Oh he 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 looked much better this week, but last week he was after passes. Blake Jarwin, he looked like garbage, mm-hmm. straight garbage. So I stayed away from him on the way over. I played the game, picked up Greg Olson. What a terrible decision that turned out to be. And Dalton Schultz is over here looking like the hero. I was so, incorrect. He was uh, tight end six. I was counting him. Um, he was available in the waiver, so it showed him second. Still, that's fantastic. I mean, 22 uh, points. Let me read his stats real quick before you go. Uh, 10 targets, <laughs> 9 catches, 88 yards, a touchdown, and he fumbled once. Dude, to get 10 targets in this offense with all these players that are there, I mean, that says well, that tells me that Dak just wants to likes to throw to the tight end and that as long also as there's that a he warm, doesn't like throwing to Michael Gallup anymore. That too, yeah. We This is sort of played out how, like, we – we suggested this as like a maybe possibility before drafts that maybe CD Lamb just comes in and is better than Gallup. As is, po- you know, CD Lamb's a freak. I mean, uh, I think he's better than Amari too. But that uh, might you know be a what? Honestly, hot we might be ready to have that conversation next year. Like, it, it really, yeah, he could end up being more consistent. All of the above. Yeah, um, but anyways, yeah, week. I'd go. I'd go and get Dalton Schultz. I think if you're in need of a tight end, it's clear that Dak is going to target that position, even in a crowded, you know, group. Maybe don't totally go nuts. But if you need a tight end, you could do much worse. The guy got 10 targets. Yeah, that's awesome. And did something with it, too. You know, it's not that's not like he just got the looks and did nothing. Was well, playing the Falcons. They were playing catch-up the whole game. So, mm-hmm. you know, you the can't... Falcons are famous. What a weird seconds. game. He's not going to get you 21 game. again unless he scores two, to- two times. But, you know, if he's got a solid five-catch floor, tight end's tough, man. I started Gronk this week. I thought, you know, it was going to be a big week, but... He got a zero, and yeah. he's droppable. I think. Uh, I don't know if I will because I like love him. <laughs> I know that's tough for us. It's like cut, like cutting um, one of your kids from the team soccer. But I, he's probably cuttable. He's definitely cuttable in your leagues. Yes, he is. Yeah, I'm Dalton Schultz is a better option. The man gets targets. Yep. So I'm probably gonna let him go and keep. Uh, and Eric Ebron only had seven, but I might try to get something off the waivers. Maybe uh, another guy you could pick up off the waivers this week is uh mo alley huge cocks yeah with the game he put on yesterday yep, he man whipped it out uh six targets five catches 111 yards with uh philip rivers philip loves that tight end man he's and a beast he, he is. is a he's, monstrous yeah. man he's so, huge do we i mean do we what's the prognosis on jack doyle do we that's know? the problem i'm about to look so because keep talking. jack <laughs> i mean the tight end in this offense i i uh i think it, yeah, my week one opponent started Jack Doyle against me. Got like nine points, I think, ten points. Um, decent floor, like you said. Philip likes to throw the tight end. 
Philip likes to throw to everyone, honestly. Philip likes to throw to even the other team. He he just likes to throw it. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I'm pretty decent with. Uh, God, I lost my complete train of thought as uh, Moali Cox. Yeah, Mo, yeah. Mo I forgot I mean, if I was talking good. about Jack Doyle or He's Mo athletic. Cox. A former basketball player. I mean, I think we've been waiting for this little. Isn't he of like two hundred and eighty pounds too? Yeah, he's like he, a gigantic six, seven, two eighty. That's something crazy. around those lines. He's he's a monstrous human being. Yeah, uh, and they yep. also just lost Paris Campbell for a couple weeks. Uh, that's yep. more intermediate type of deals that a tight end could theoretically fit into. Um, yeah. What's I, I your like uh, prognosis as the Ty owner? Are you starting to get a little nervy? So it sounds. Uh, God, he had a 44-yard touchdown in his mitts yesterday. Yeah, he did. In yep. his mitts. He was my start of the week, and so I'm, I, you know, maybe that was my curse or something. I cursed him for start of the week. He had a 44-yard touchdown in his mitts, fell through. That's three key drops in two weeks. I guess I'm a little worried. Maybe he's, like, late career and the concentration's gone or something, but I'm holding on to him. If you're the T.Y. Hilton owner, I'm going to say hang on to him a couple more weeks. The schedule is pretty easy. The targets are still there. With Paris, Paris Campbell, Campbell's out, out now. More targets coming, or at least the same level. Um, I think he's going to break through. God, I hope he breaks through. <laughs> I think he's going to break through. Yeah, I expect it to turn up a little bit. We'll review start, start our starts of the week tomorrow when everyone's on the show. Yeah, right. We're not letting Tyler and Pat off the hook. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, I think Tyler's was okay. He had Hollywood. Pat's play. is going tonight, Jared Cook, so we'll see. Uh, next guy on the waivers, I would say we'll move to some quarterbacks. Uh, we said Gardner, uh, Joe Burrow, he had 30, 30 last week off 61 attempts. <laughs> um, that's a friggin' shit ton. Uh, he went three sixteen pass yards, three passing touchdowns, seven rushing attempts, 19 yards, uh, 30 points. And you know, he's always going to be in that same thing like Teddy Bridgewater, positive game scripts. Yep. He's Seems like these quarterbacks are popping off, man. Mm-hmm. Next next on the list, Jared Goff had 30. Uh, if I had to pick between those two, I think I would go after Burrow harder, honestly. I, I like the um, rushing floor that Burrow's kind of showed us He's he's got. I mean, he's willing to take off, and yep. uh, rushing touchdowns are in the you know range of outcomes for him every week. Uh, 60 throws like that's a, they absurd. don't want that to happen again surely but it's gonna happen again they, he's gonna be getting into the north of 40 and 50 attempts a yeah. couple times their d is terrible and um, i mean it was the second most attempts by a rookie quarterback of all time most crazy. completions by a rookie quarterback uh-huh. of all time well, i mean they're look they're letting good. him through he he looked good he's willing to run yep i mean they're gonna be bad he's got the you know the corpse of aj green out there who looks like he's dying every time he gets up off the ground but he targeted aj green a ton i mean i actually if you're the aj green owner it didn't look pretty but yeah 13 targets three catches for aj green (laughs) but i feel like it'll trend up you know maybe it's a chemistry thing and a little rust too aj hasn't played in a while no yeah i'm not worried about aj i think you know that was a great sign of the 13 targets he had a couple drops he dropped a touchdown and stuff mm-hmm. but back to jared goff they do play buffalo next week and he only had 10 against dallas that's another thing about daryl henderson is tough match against buffalo you can't Oof, expect a big yeah. game even yeah. if he's the only guy back there uh next uh guy is fitz magic he had 29 
and they play on Thursday night, right? Yep, and they play Jacksonville. I think he's a streaming candidate. This game this is week. that game is so <clears throat> shitty that I'm interested in it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad that it's funny, and I can't wait to watch it. Also, because I think Gardner is pretty much going to be like Ryan Fitzpatrick, like 20 years from now, Gardner will still be playing. Oh, hey, there's Gardner Minshew. Wow. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going after Fitz in terms of streaming. I think you could probably do better. No, mm-hmm. I think I like Burrow ahead of Fitz. I like. Mm-hmm. Gardner. Minshew yep. ahead of Fitz. I think I like both Minshew and Burrow are my top two this week in terms of on the waiver wire guys. I wish Burrow was on our waiver. I like, going I like Jared Goff. He's playing well. The only problem is with that offense, you never know if it's going to be a throwing day for Goff right. or if they're going to run in the ball in yep. for four touchdowns. Yep, agreed. Uh, a couple more names before we close out. Keenan Cole, he had a good game. Six catches, 58 yards. That's touchdown. two straight games he's been kind of involved, right? Yep. He had uh, five catches, 47, and a touchdown the first week. Uh, five targets, so he's getting some looks. Chase Claypool, granted it was uh, only a three-target game. Three catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, so I would the, still wait on him. It just seems like there's too many mouths on that that's offense. That's exactly kinda. it. Yep, I, I loved Claypool before the year, but watching week one, it was click, uh, quickly clear that their top three pecking order on the field is Juju Deontay and James Washington. And like, so you just can't really bank as good as Claypool is. Like I genuinely think he's the most talented of all of them. It's and kinda... I will stay on that and we'll see it next. Like, I think they're going to let Juju walk this year and then chase will be a starter next year and draft him next year. Yep. Right now it's kind of got a feel of that Martavis Bryant syndrome. He's going to have these big blow up games just because he's such a deep yep. athletic, yep. big, but there's no way to predict when it's coming, threat, but you can't predict it. Yep. Yeah, Mike, you were saying when we were watching the game, they just draft receivers and they're they're amazing. It's absurd. <laughs> going, you can go back like 15 years to how good they draft these guys. That's wild, man. I know. I don't know what who the you know. They, it seems like their receiver had, scout is the best in that. Yeah, for real. Um, if you're in a 14 team league, yeah, I definitely picking up Keenan Cole. He's only owned in three percent of leagues, back to back over 15 point games. Definitely. Another guy I'm picking up in a 14 team league. He's only 22 percent rostered. Is uh, Russell Gage? Another yeah. good game. Uh, nine targets, six catches, 46 yards, receiving touchdown. That I was mean, with Hurst having his good game, too. We were kind of wondering week one whether, like, they would – and now this week everyone did well, or at least, you know, start yep. starting quality. Um, yeah, I mean – and then in the event that Julio or oh Calvin this time, oh. holy shit. Gage, they draft receivers well, too. Yep. We got, we got to give it to Atlanta, man. They got some beasts. And yep. Gage is just a great number three, man. He's awesome. Yep, I, I think mean, he's flexible at this point. Uh, yeah. In a two flex, certainly. Because you they could throw probably do better so in a single damn flex. Much. But you're right. Yeah, they throw the ball like an insane amount. It's not going anywhere. This is going to be the Falcons this year. Um, and, yeah, and then it's the, the golden nugget. You know, you love having a guy where it only takes one thing, and then, boom, they're going nuclear. And that's that's pretty much gauge. Yep. Uh, one last guy, uh, super deep again. He's only 2% owned is Adam Humphreys. He had a uh, 15.8 last game, six targets, five catches, 48 yards, touchdown. Especially if AJ Brown's out again this week. Yep. That's uh, I don't think he will be, but who knows? Uh, if and, he is, I mean, would you flex him? If he is, him? he's a flex play, I think. For me. yeah. Do, who just, do we know who Tennessee plays? I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter, even honestly. But um, Tennessee plays. Uh, I was just looking at it. Give me a second. Yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing about Humphreys, is it? 
unless they have they like play a, Minnesota worst oh, against the pass. Yeah, baby, fire them up, worst. fire up your Humphreys if AJ Brown's out. Honestly, if AJ Brown's in, you might be able to fire him up. Although maybe this could be a Derrick Henry. It's game. got the feel of possibly a Derrick Henry. Yeah, game. he hasn't had any touchdowns on the year. Nope, I don't think. He, he's the breakout is still. Um, Still coming. Another super low owned. Sorry, one more <laughs> before we leave. Running back uh, Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he's only fifteen percent owned. He had seven rushes for forty six yards and seven targets with six catches for thirty six yards. I like that. That's the a, targets were nice. It's a fourteen point game without a you know a touchdown. He seems to be the main back now uh, back there and, and with the catches. You need, yeah, exactly. If I'm taking a Dolphins back, they need that catch floor. I like him as a depth piece on your bench. You know, is he flexible yet, or still kind of wait and see? I would say wait and see. I think they have a, or no, I mean they play the Jacksonville. They this play week. Jackson on Thurs. It's not awful. It depends on if you know is jo- Jordan Howard was out last game. Was he? He, he or Breda is out right? Uh, Breda, I guess they haven't even been using. Like yeah. really. uh, Jordan Howard got hurt and then came back and then walked in a touchdown or something like that. But his yard. Per- Howard's yard per carry and stuff through two games looks terrible. Um, so it really sounds like Gaskin's going to be their guy until he's, you know, if he fumbles or something like that. Yep. Well, that'll do it for the uh, waiver wire show. I appreciate appreciate you guys listening. Uh, follow us at fantasy.footballkings on Instagram. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcast. And everyone, have a great night. See ya. Later.